Hey guys, welcome to Dirty Snails. My name's Josh. My name's Micah. Welcome to our podcast. We're two dudes sitting in two fuzzy chairs and talk about really weird things. Today's episode, it's not going to be so weird. It's going to be a little bit more emotional. Um, talking about where we've been for the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. I know we just started this podcast and we disappeared. But we have a good explanation for that. And um, I'm going to hand it over to Josh to explain. Yeah. Um, so right off the bat, a uh, couple days after uh, our second podcast that we released, um, Aliens Are Worms. Uh, aliens Becoming Worms. Yes. Well, it had a question mark. With a question mark. Yeah. Yes. Um, after that episode released, I we, like a couple days later, I had uh, gotten a phone call from my dad, stepdad, um, about my actual dad passing away. Um, now, I haven't really gone into a whole lot about my dad on this podcast, uh, but it was going to be, it was something I was going to talk about more and more as we, you know, got more comfortable talking. And uh, my dad had recently passed away. That's where the first week kind of just went off the rails. Uh, me and Micah both tried to do a podcast, but we just had so yeah, much on our mind. You, uh, I didn't know that your dad died <clears throat> until that Monday. Because um, we do podcasts on, we record on Mondays. And I was, you know, not a clue understanding what happened. And it's like, you ready to do a podcast? And you were like, yeah. And I, I kind of noticed on the phone you were a little bit... Um, distant. Drab. Yeah, distant yeah. and drab. And um, oh yeah. And then you told me... Actually, I found out on Facebook because I called you a second time. I was like, did your dad die? And you were like, yeah. And I was like, do you want to do a podcast? And, and you said... Yeah, I want to do a podcast, but I could totally tell you were not. Yeah, in I a... was hoping. I was hoping that like with doing a podcast that it would like take my mind off of it. Yeah, but um, we but tried and with with that, I mean, it was such a big, big thing to take off your mind by just doing a podcast. You know, <laughs> um, yeah. So basically, I mean, I was never really close with my dad. My dad has left us, me and my brother. About fourteen years ago, um, he had a he's a, he was an alcoholic, and had been most of my life, uh, even when we were w- living with them, uh, and I guess he couldn't really afford to have us around anymore, or something like that. Uh, he said he had a job offer in Colorado, dropped us off at our aunt, um, and. I had been living with my aunt for a year. I guess I'm just going to go into it. Just going to dive into what my I mean, life is like. I mean, I was, yeah, I was saying that. I was, before you dove into it, I was going to say, you know, we tried doing the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I had some things too, and we tried doing the podcast, but we cut it short. Yeah. Halfway. Um, my well, wife was here and your fiance was here hanging out, and we came out and they could tell that, you know, we just, we weren't in the moment. We weren't in the zone. Yeah. So we had to throw it away. We did like 20 minutes worth of an episode, and, and we both were not feeling it at all. A lot of silence, um, and we just decided to throw it away, try the next week, and then the next week there was another thing that happened that we'll get into later. Mm. But I was just going to say, you know, that's what this episode's about, man. Yeah. Just 
talking about what's happened these last couple of weeks. We're just letting you guys fill in and where we have been. It's not going to be anything weird. Uh, so I guess, yeah, jump right into it. I just wanted to say, you know, finish out the story of that we threw it away. But. Yeah. Um, yeah, so my dad had dropped us off at uh, at my aunt's house. Um, and I I didn't even know that my mom was alive during that time. Because I'd always ask my dad, like, where's mommy? Where's mommy, you know? Because I was like six or seven or whatever I was. Uh, I lived with him. I don't really, I think from like four to eight, um, I would always ask like where mom was because I'd, I'd never met my mom or remember my mom at least. And uh, my dad always told me like, she's not around anymore. Uh, she de- She died, you know, all that. And I was like, oh. I guess I don't have a mom. <laughs> uh, and we, we moved in with my aunt, and then about a year passes, and my mom, I guess, had just gotten out of prison. And uh, my aunt was like, hey, do you guys want to meet your mom? And I was like, what? I got a mom? Hold up. This is crazy. Uh, and my mom came and picked us up, picked us up and uh, I <laughs> I remember just staring at my mom in the backseat of my car, or her car, uh, as we were driving uh, to Oklahoma, where they were currently living. And where were you? Uh, I was in Missouri. You were in Missouri, okay. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I just remember staring at my mom in the backseat of my car, just, like, in disbelief that I had a mom. And uh, uh, it was, like, a really, really special moment, like, knowing that I had one. And... uh and also, big shout out to my stepdad for stepping up and actually being the father that I really needed. Um, I mean, the first couple of years were kind of kind of rough. I mean, he came out; he was also getting out of prison as well, and uh, he had lived a, a hardcore life of like gangster stuff, like some. I didn't know that. Yeah, he was into bad stuff. And, you, didn't, uh, you didn't tell me that when I met him on yeah. purpose, huh? Yeah, he he was <laughs> he was scary back then, wow. like, and uh, it was cool to watch him because he was also addicted to drugs mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, so he got out of prison, wanted to straighten his life up, and help other people do that. And so he st- uh, created this program called LifeGate, um, which ta- helps people that come out of prison and puts them into a sober living program. And they, uh, it's to help them put their life back on track, and so they can actually like reconnect with their family and stuff. And I just found out about this last week because of what happened last week. Yeah, yeah. That's a. This whole podcast isn't going to be just a bunch of sad news. There is a. There bunch is good. Of, there is good news for both of us. Actually. Yeah. yeah and uh, we're just starting off with the sad. Yeah. In Start sad. Chronological order. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, anyways, it's uh, been a tough couple weeks for both of us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, more for you, but I mean, different levels. <laughs> You're <laughs> we, we, we way up here, that. and I'm way yeah. down here. <laughs> uh, but anyways, um, yeah. So I'm like super proud of what uh, your stepdad. Yeah, what my stepdad has done for us. Uh, I'm I'm like super thankful that he got to take me and my brother as like a learning tool to help him become a better parent for my uh 
younger siblings. And uh, I'm a, I'm always going to be grateful for what he's done for us. Like, <laughs> I can't imagine where I would be without him. Um, but so anyways. How long has he been your, like, quote-unquote stepdad? Like, I say quote-unquote because, you know, you just got adopted. Yeah. So, you know, technically. But how long has he been there with you, for you? Uh, He's been with me for 14 years. Oh, oh, the whole time. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I mean, my actually, my dad left. I think fifteen, fifteen or fourteen years ago, mm-hmm. and uh, Bill came in a year after that. So okay. it was probably like fourteen years that oh, Bill's so, okay. been with so me. Okay, so he's been your dad most of your life. Yeah. Okay. Um. Anyways, uh. So I've lost my train of thought. Uh. Yes, yeah, so he was super thankful for Bill stepping up to actual actually being my father. Um, but you know, I've always, I've always wanted to reconnect with my dad and, uh, we haven't heard from him. And besides one time that he came and visited us when we were with our aunt and, uh, he came by like late December, like after my birthday and, uh, Christmas and gave us a, uh, a pellet gun and a metal detector. That was, was our Christmas gift. And uh, <laughs> I just gotta say, I've always wanted a metal detector. <laughs> I don't even know where that thing went, but I was, really, I really liked it because I would go around trying to find buried treasure. <laughs> I was freaking eight, dude. I was like, <laughs> dude, I gotta find the best buried treasure around, I'm gonna be bro. Rich. <laughs> and I uh, found like gun shell casings. Oh, my uncle was a, uh, like a professional shooter. Oh, so okay. there's a he had like his own shooting range and all that. Okay, I, you know, I just yeah. Never mind. <laughs> we didn't live in the ghetto. Never mind. <laughs> it was, was like one whoa. house in the middle of a cornfield, and that was it. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, and he uh, he was a professional shooter, so mm-hmm. that was a fun time living with them. Um, but anyways, a uh, couple years passed. I would say like five years after my mom had picked us up, my dad reached back out to us, um, trying to like reconnect with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my parents told him like. Listen, you can't you can't be a part of their lives unless you stop drinking. Excuse me. And uh he he tried. I mean, I will give him that. He did try. He he stopped drinking for 2 days. We met him at CC's Pizza, which is a uh, fast food pizza joint. <laughs> um and here, here in we, Oklahoma. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh and when we met when we met up with him. He was like shaking really bad from like withdrawals mm-hmm. from the uh, alcohol, and uh, it was funny. It's like it was two days after my birthday, and he gave my brother a birthday gift, which was in April. He gave Aaron like a four hundred dollar iPod, and just gave me a a side hug as a birthday gift. Huh. And I was like, well, this is a this is a nice. Um, visit again from a dad that's left us five years ago. I I get a side hug and my brother gets a iPod touch for my birthday. What? Happy birthday! <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he ended up leaving like ten minutes later because mm-hmm. he couldn't like handle not being or not drinking. Yeah, he was like shaking really bad, so mm-hmm. he had, he ended up leaving. Um. And then we haven't talked to him for another, like, eight years after that. And, uh, well, no. I think it was, like, 
six years. Yeah, six years. And then he, like, called us. We were a little older, obviously. Um, and he was still drinking. Uh, I don't know. He always, he always made, like, me and my brother feel like we were the victims. Or, no. He was the victim. Mm-hmm. And that we weren't the ones calling him out of our job to call the parent, you know? So he always, like, tried to guilt trip us into that. And I always did feel bad that I never did reach out to him. And, uh, I don't know. I just, I've been, be- I've been dealing with a lot of, like, feelings of, uh, anger at myself, I guess I could say. Because, when I found out that he passed away, I was, and I'm I'm not the typical type of guy that's like usually like this. But you told me because I asked you how you were feeling. We worked on my truck all day, and I said, "How are you feeling?" And this is what you told me. You told me, "I'm pissed that I'm not sad," mm-hmm. and I don't know if that helps you. Yeah. Now, but that's what you told me. And that's all I've been thinking about these last couple of weeks is how that's different. Yeah. Like, I'm mad at myself for not being sad that he's dead. Mm-hmm. Like, when a parent passes away, obviously, like a dad, you know, you're supposed to be sad that that parent had died. But I found myself not being sad because of it. I was really angry at myself, and I was battling these, like, internal feelings of like why am I not sad he's my dad I should be there like you know feelings like that mm-hmm. and then like I guess a couple days after after that I was I was thinking like started thinking about why he left us like were we not good enough why did he keep drinking were me and my brother like not something worth fighting for, I guess. And I was just dealing with that a lot. And, uh, I don't know. Just sad thoughts, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I, I got to internalize it. Uh, my aunt called me, uh, the night that he passed away, told me, like, something that really helped me get through it was that, uh, like, I shouldn't, I shouldn't be thinking any of those things. Like, I should be thankful, grateful that my dad was a deadbeat. Because if he wasn't and he tried to keep us, I would have never met my my beautiful fiance, Angel. That's true. I mean, I never would have got to meet Bill, you know, Your my step, actual dad. Step, stepdad. Um, I mean, I never would have got to see my mom. Never would have got to meet all ten of my siblings. Never like, would have met me, and you would never would have met Micah. You would not be doing a podcast right now. Like I have to be thankful for all the things that he has given me. That's true. Like he hasn't given me much and anything else, but a life that I need and a week off paid. <laughs> that too. Yeah. yeah, that was really nice. Um, <laughs> but that was needed. <laughs> that was very that was much needed. needed. <laughs> uh, More than you knew. Yeah. Anyways, that's that's what I've been dealing with for the past two weeks. Obviously, I'm a lot better now, um, or I wouldn't be able to talk about it on the podcast. Um, anyways, 
Micah was also dealing with some things as well during well, that first week that we were gone. I just wanted to say I was just glad because you know, Angel works nights. I was just glad that I had the opportunity to be there for you, you know? Yeah. Rebecca, my <laughs> wife, was a little bit not selfish, but like you're spending so much time with him. And I was like, yeah. And I tell me if I'm wrong, but Angel was working nights and I kind of felt like I was really the only one there for you. Kind of. I mean, I mean, had, Angel was there a lot. I don't know that because I don't know her schedule. So yeah. I, I don't know that side of it, but I felt like for me, it was my job just to kind of help. And you. I, I do appreciate that a lot. But I, I mean, Angel did, Angel did step up. I mean, she, she called in twice for me. Mm-hmm. Like, the day I that I found I didn't out, know that. yeah, I didn't she know that. she called off work, and then the next day after that, she also mm-hmm. called off work too. When so. I feel bad, but no, no, don't feel bad. <laughs> um, but then, like on Monday, the day that we were coming to record, he's like, "Hey, you want to help me fix some spark plugs in my car?" And I was like, "Yeah, dude, let's do it." And uh, turned it out. I really turned out. I really needed that because we spent a long time. Yeah, we did. We it spent, wasn't just spark plugs, but yeah. Um, I don't know. I I think I just needed those like small accomplishments of fixing one spark plug at a time or something like that. And when you're fi- working on cars and trucks, it, you really have to focus. You mm-hmm. know, you, there's no like messing up. Yeah. You, well, I mean, there is messing up, but there's also we did mess up. <laughs> right. We didn't know how to do it properly, and then I actually did research and it works now. But that's whole week my truck wasn't. It was misfiring, like, three of them. I took them apart and did it myself again after watching how to do them properly and realized these haven't even been, like, screwed in. <laughs> <laughs> we did it wrong. Don't make fun of us. Like, I'm not a car guy, so whatever. But I was saying more it's just something that you could really focus on. Mm-hmm. This is something social. That is something that you can just use your hands. You don't really have to really think, per yeah. se. I mean, you have to think, but it's it's a different part of your brain. Yeah. And I know that helped you a lot because you said, can we just work on this and do something fun and mm-hmm. then try the podcast tomorrow? So then we tried it on mon- on the Tuesday. Um, and because that night, that's the day that you told me your dad died. And I said, yeah. are you sure you want to do this? And you said, yes. We worked in the truck that night. You told me, can we just do this and have some fun and play video games and whatever? And I said, 100%. Try to do the podcast the next day. Didn't work. Yeah, we still couldn't focus. Didn't work. <laughs> no, uh, still couldn't do it. Um, like he said, I had some stuff going on. It, he says stuff, but it really wasn't stuff. I was just distracted. Um, Rebecca gets these crippling migraines where half her body goes numb and she can't see. And she had had one for about a week then. And she was that morning she had been like dry heaving and throwing up. So it wasn't that bad. I was just distracted. I wanted to check up on her, you know. Mm-hmm. Being in here, this takes a couple hours. And I just wanted to make sure I'd been at work all day. I had just been able to call her and check up on her. And now I'm in here in this soundproof box. Yeah. I, I don't know what's going on in there. And I don't know if she's throwing her guts up or if she's like stumbling around the house because she can't see. So I was more distracted, like I wasn't. Which is a good thing to be, or yeah, it's a good thing to be distracted by. It's not. No, I'm saying I was distracted by Rebecca. No, I know. Okay, that's like something that you should be distracted oh, by. Right, but it wasn't like sad. I mean, it was. It's sad because it's horrible that she gets these, because she's. It's literally crippling. Crippling. Mm-hmm. I mean, but not in the fact of like your dad died. That's. It's just like 
we've been trying to figure it out. Like distracting is the right word. I just couldn't focus. Yeah. And then I know you were having trouble focusing. And then halfway through, I just said, I'm not having fun. I, I, I said, I, I just thought I'm not having fun. I don't like this. I, I want to stop. Yeah. I, said, I, I can tell you don't want to do this. I can tell I don't want to do this. And you're like, thank God. <laughs> yeah. And then, so you, that, that was going on. Uh, you had that big old thing. I was, Rebecca was very sick, so I was distracted. So that's where our week went. Um, on top of, you helped me fix my truck. Yeah. The rest of the week, I didn't, I was riding in Rebecca's car because my truck wasn't working because we did the spark plugs wrong. Yeah. We also fixed the, um, there's a little hose that goes from his, uh, <clears throat> the bottom of my coolant to reservoir. my radiator. Yeah. From the, uh, radiator from the reservoir. Which is still leaking, by the way. Is it really? I thought you put more like. Okay, so glue yeah, so we we took we took the hose off. It was a custom hose that you had to get from Ford because Ford is horrible and they make all their stuff patented. Finally got it replaced. It was only thirty five bucks. Still leaks. I think honestly, it's the reservoir that's cracked somewhere. But that's like a two hundred fifty dollar part. Plus, I cannot find a single YouTube video on how to replace it because it's like two Typical. and a half feet deep. It's just this huge part. It's not just the coolant. It's just like the coolant reservoir is connected to all these other parts. So it's going to be a pain in the butt. Yeah. So we fixed that, still leaking. Finally get the spark plugs fixed two days later because I finally did it right. Looked at videos on how to do it instead of just going, yeah, we can do this. Yeah. Got that fixed, still leaking. So then I get some of this like, you know, the, the, you know, the meme, the flex tape where he just goes, bah! Yeah. <laughs> I got some of that, but the, it's in a caulking tube. And so I just put some of that. It's like a rubberized caulking, put a ton on there. Still was leaking. I kept that on for a couple of days just cause I was busy with work and stuff. And then just the other day, uh, what day was that? Friday. I bought flex tape, like oh, snap. the flex tape stuff. So I actually took all the old glue off, then like cleaned it off, made sure it was dry, put a crap ton of flex glue on. I mean like like overboard amount. <laughs> then I put the flex tape on the flex glue just because I thought that would be a better sealer, you know? Yeah. And then I put more flex glue on the edges of the flex tape. Still leaks. So basically, we can sue Flex Tape for <laughs> well, false advertisement. I'm just so confused where this is coming, where all the because it's. I know to the viewers it pro- or the listeners, it probably sounds like I'm not sealing where it's leaking from, but I promise you, there is no spot that is wet besides the like. There is a tiny little spot that maybe is an inch wide, and I put Flex Tape on that is five inches wide. Oh my god! There is, is no so way <laughs> that I could possibly miss this leak so i don't know where it's coming from i think i'm just gonna have to get it replaced Mm -hmm. your friend i'm not gonna say his name but he thinks that it could just be um um like condensation of coolant buildup but i mean it's a lot because i mean also i i'll i'll drive and then i'll leave the car there and there'll be a puddle of coolant maybe like four or five inches wide. I feel like that's a little bit more than just condensation yeah. build up. You got a leak. That's a leak. I don't know what to do, man. I'm going to have to take it to a mechanic. Yeah. You got to see what they say. Yeah. I'm um, curious. And so yeah. then so then your dad died. The truck fix thing was happening. Your truck died. Yeah. <laughs> and then the weekend came 
And then the good news happened for you. Yeah. So here's the good news, finally. So the good news for me is that uh, I got approved for an apartment. Me and Angel finally got approved. um, And we had moved out. We are now officially... Before we, you know... Most people have an apartment, you know, when you're age... We're not going to explain why it's a great reason that he has an apartment just because of other things. But it is a miracle that he can move out. I will just say that. I think that's what we should leave at the extent. Do you agree? Yeah. Okay, because I, I don't think we should get into that. Yeah. That's um maybe something for the future. Or never. Yeah. At this point. Probably never. Yeah. It's a miracle that he was able to move out. I will just say, leave it at that. Yeah. Continue. Which I, I, I just am didn't super wa- happy I with. just didn't want you to like say anything and then go, crap. <laughs> yeah. But uh, me and Angel finally got our own place together. Um, and our dogs are finally able to be like in a bigger space and being able to actually be happy doggos. <laughs> and me and Angel being happy people now. Um, <laughs> paid my first, uh, ever full month's rent today. That was exciting. I know you were so excited. You're like, I paid my first month's rent. And I'm uh, like, yay, dude. I, I, I was telling I all my coworkers, I was like, guys, you won't believe it. I'm adulting. <laughs> so I was They're so like, confused. You're gonna hate it later. And I'm yeah. like, but I'm excited right now. <laughs> and I was super excited about it for some reason. I don't know why. Um, you're just moving on. Yeah, just moving up in life. Yeah. And it's nice mm. to finally get somewhere other than where we were. It felt like we were always stuck in mud, not gaining any traction. Yeah. And then we finally got a rock, and we were able to go forward a little Good bit. Good analogy. And uh, Not just a little bit. You got out. Yeah. yeah you so, got out of the mud hole. Yeah. <laughs> so it's finally happened, and we're uh, – life is – Life is going good right now. And so the reason we couldn't do the podcast last week is because I was moving that my, exact same recording yeah. day. Yeah, I was moving that day. Uh and then I was moving for another like 3 or 4 days afterwards. I had there's so much stuff. We live on the third floor, no elevators. Carried everything. Well, the problem up is is you only had flight stairs. And you only had Monday off. Mm-hmm. And that Monday was crazy. Honestly, yeah. we only got we only ended up getting able to move you. Yeah, for like Micah, a couple Micah hours. was gonna help me move, but then uh, we went climbing the day before, and he ended Throw up hurting my his back. <laughs> yeah, so he wasn't able to help me lift anything. I mean, he moved some pictures. I <laughs> lifted the light things, and I gave you access to my truck, mm-hmm. which brings us to the whole um, your stepdad with the life gate stuff. Yeah, that, yeah. That uh, Monday we were moving you, and then we uh, went to your. What is her name? Um, or or who is she? Or she she's my like I guess you could say godmother. Okay. Um. Yeah. So Bill owns this that sober living program, mm-hmm. and uh, he's friends with a lot of people. There's a woman's sober living program. He runs the men's sober living program, and uh, the the owner of the sober living program for women. Uh. Had a bunch of furniture that she was willing to donate. Some of it was really nice. Yeah, it was really nice. We got a really nice couch from her. And uh, 
Uh, we also got a bunch of nightstands. We got a table. Because mm-hmm. um, you were like, hey, let's go pick up this couch. And I said, okay, cool. I can't pick it up, but I can give you my truck. And he was like, bet. Went out there halfway through. I was like, so who are we meeting there? And he's like, what do you mean? I was like, well, I said I can't pick this up. And I mean, I could barely walk that morning. And, and he's like, Oh, yeah, I forgot that you hurt your back. Yeah. You know, you were yeah. like, hey, I hurt my back. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. You can still help me. Yeah, I was like, I can't do anything, bro. And then I was like, oh, wait. And it was sketchy part of Tulsa. Yeah. Not having it. It was weird. It was a weird experience. Um, You got it now, though. Yeah, life. A couple days Yeah, later. we got a, we got everything in the apartment situated. We just got to build a bookshelf for all the books that we have. I got you. And Mike is gonna help me. We gotta. We're gonna spend like a hundred dollars. He said. Hopefully. And I'm uh, hoping that's all it takes. Yeah. And we're gonna smack this freaking bookshelf together. Because in your apartment, there's this really weird like two walls stick out, and yeah. then it's just like this weird nook thing that honestly <laughs> they probably should have just got rid of, and you would have had more living room space. Nah, that'd be whack. That'd be whack, dude. I mean, it, why make more space, bro? It's kind of dumb. Take the way up more. They did it, but. Maybe it's structural. I don't know. But he wants me to make a bookshelf to fit in this little nook. Yeah. So. <clears throat> and I'm super thankful that he's wanting to help me for that. Because, like we said, he is a master carpenter. Uh, knows how to handle wood really well. Well, there's another reason why I'm willing to help you. I think it's because he likes me. I think he likes me, guys. Well, I was giving you, uh, I was helping you out, but there's something I haven't told you. Oh, well, these. you know about this, but I'll tell you, you don't know why I'll build it for you. So, he had his great news. He moved in. Um, it took him a couple days because he had Monday off, and then he had to work Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, so he only had, you know, the nights to move stuff over. Um, and that week was crazy for me, too. I found out that I'm having to move out of my house. Mm-hmm. Um, my landlord is selling all of his houses because I currently rent, which was kind of a twist. I mean, we decided we were going to go the route of buying a house, and then, <clears throat> sorry about that, <laughs> a, little, a little clogged up, um, found out, you know, we got pre, we went to the pre-approval process, and we, me and Rebecca really thought about it. We could afford it, like we can afford the down payment and the monthly payments, I guess. He's talking about buying a house, by the way. Yeah, buying a house. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I said that. No, he just said, we got pre-approved. Oh. Everybody's probably like, pre-approved for what? A car? Pre-approved. <laughs> we decided to go the route of buying a house. So then we got pre-approved, and we thought you know, we could afford it, the down payments, and getting into a house. And then we just decided we don't want to live like that. Josh made it very clear. He actually is one of the reasons we have decided this. Me and Josh had a conversation. Um, what day was that? Friday? No. Yeah. N- Saturday. 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 This last past Saturday, so just a couple days ago. He put it to me very straight. You can either live broke and own a home, and if anything bad happens, you are screwed. Mm-hmm. But you will own a home at 21 years old, mm-hmm. and you will pay it off very young. But you can also get an apartment or a different rental, and sure, you're paying all these people all this amount of money, and it's not towards something that is like yours. But you also won't live broke because at the same time of all this, we are supposed to pay off Rebecca's car to her dad because it's a, um, her dad owns half of it. That's a 
he bought it for her, and so he's helping us out pay the, the half, and so we're paying the other half because there's about $4,000 left. So we'd have to bet spend about $2,000 on top of all this closing costs and stuff. So we could do it, but it would be, I Very mean... Very tight. More than tight. I mean, it would be horrible. So when he put it like that, I was like, well, that's kind of a... Duh. Of course yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get a rental. Like, why would I do that? That's horrible. And so it just kind of hit me. I had been feeling uneasy about buying a house the whole week. It's been stressing me out. And honestly, it just, I, I, I felt, I had a gut feeling that it was a bad idea. I just didn't want to, I didn't want to listen to it because I've always wanted to own a home. Mm-hmm. And then I talked to Rebecca that night once he leaves. <clears throat> and apparently Rebecca's had the same thought. She said that night to me, once we decided that we did not want to buy a home, she said she had this big burden lifted off her back. And she was just so thankful that I, because she didn't want to bring it up to me because I was so excited to buy a house. Yeah. It's my dream. He showed me this house and he goes, Josh, you have to look at this house. Gorgeous. Yeah. And I was like, homie, this is a beautiful house, dude. And I was like, I was tempted to keep like, you should get it. You should get it. You should get it. But then like, I didn't realize at the time, like what his like financial status was at the time. I mean, we're okay financially if we're not going to buy a house. Yeah. <laughs> but if you bought a house then you wouldn't be okay. <laughs> like yeah, On top of paying off a car. Yeah. So, so the house was beautiful by the way. Gorgeous. You saw it. You were mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I could tell you were trying not to get my hopes up though. You were like, dude, let it go. So then he put it for me, So, or put it easily for me. Rebecca had a big weight lift off her shoulders. We decided we were going to go the apartment route because we are always going to Tulsa from where we live. Me and Josh, well, Josh doesn't live there anymore, but we kind of live off, off in the country-ish area. And we're always going to Tulsa, man. I'm never here at home. Like, if I'm home, I'm never out of my house. I'm always in my home. So every time I go out of my house, I'm either, I'm always driving 30 minutes. Yeah. One one way. It's it's ridiculous. And I work an hour away. And so we just decided we're going to move downtown and get an apartment where we want to get an apartment. It is two miles away from Rebecca's work. Actually, both jobs that she has because she is a dance instructor, but she also teaches or she is a um, uh, not a nanny. Um, she take care, takes care of babysitter. That's the word. She's a babysitter. And babysits um a child a child yeah yeah a <laughs> wow. child i really glad you explained babysitting i just, <laughs> I just like zoned out for a second uh, a child and that's only about i mean the apartment that we want to get is actually like next door which is crazy she could walk there and so we do all of our grocery shopping over there and for me it's actually 20 miles less driving to work just one way so i'd be saving a lot of money on gas which i don't pay for gas but I'd be able to have more gas on the weekends to use because whatever's left over that I don't use for work, I get to keep and drive on my use for myself. Here's the big hurrah thing. Now, we haven't been approved yet, but me and Josh sat down and, I mean, we basically make almost exactly the same amount of money. Yeah. And I've had a truck loan for a year and a half, and I'm the one applying. And... uh it's actually the same apartment that he just moved into. Yeah. So if I get approved here, I can't apply for the next week or two, though, because my move-out date is March 1st. 
That's what I told my landlord. And the apartments here in Tulsa only give you 14 days as, as a hold because there's always people coming and going, which I get. So I have to wait about a week or two to actually apply. But I talked to the people at the apartments today, and they're very happy to have me join. And they said that there's, you know, it would be kind of dumb if I didn't get in. I mean, or not <laughs> dumb, but like, why? Like, <laughs> Yeah. So if all goes good, which it should... Hopefully he'll be living. In I the will same be apartment. like neighbors to Josh, I which mean, would be amazing. Oh, dude, it took me thirty minutes to get to his house today, and I really didn't want to make the drive, but I was like, "We got to do this. We have to do it." I mean, we, we only have we only weeks. have a month. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. I hate driving thirty minutes. Yes, reading. Yeah, and <sighs> it is thirty minutes, but I mean, come on, Josh. We only got about. I mean, we have this one, so then we only have three more episodes. To, I'm crying. It's only once a week. I'm crying. And right ho- now. another <laughs> great thing is that the apartment that you just moved to, the one that I'm hoping to move to, is only 12 minutes away from your work, yeah. which is the same place I rock climb at and he rock climbs at. So that means that we can start commuting all the time too. And when Rebecca's working late, me and him can record podcasts in the evening and not have to make this big old ordeal of what day we're going to do a podcast. Hey. We can just. It's be gonna like, be so. Mu- it's gonna be so convenient to have him as a neighbor. But and there's there's a sad thing though. Oh no. We're gonna be losing the fort. The fort's going bye bye, guys. Our recording studio will have to be thrown away. Guys, do you, I don't know if you guys know how long we worked on this thing, but we put a lot of hard work into it. It's took, took us about two days to build it. Yeah, and then I've been adding to it slowly. Yeah. But it's big. I mean, it's five and a half foot by five and a half foot by seven feet tall. Yeah. All the walls on the inside are covered in carpet, and all the walls on the outside are covered in styrofoam sheets. We have cool LED lighting in here. We even have a table that we built. And like he said, I'm a carpenter, so it doesn't look crappy. That actually has the fort written on the table. I mean, we have monitors in here. We have the permanent microphone setups, permanent chairs. I mean, this thing is decked out. We even have a little Scentsy in here because we're dudes and we get stinky. (laughs) We have tile coasters just because. I mean, this place is awesome, but we're going to have to get rid of it. We're going to have to get rid of it. so sad. Yeah. So in honor of getting rid of the fort. We're going to burn it. We're going to freaking make a huge bonfire this thing is gonna i mean not huge because regulations be, and regulation stuff. size yeah um but i I'm, mean i'm out of city limits but i mean i do have neighbors yeah we don't want to burn their houses down that'd be right before i up. leave peace <laughs> <laughs> so here comes the whole bookshelf thing remember i told you the reason i'm willing to build your bookshelf is because I'm going to have to build a bookshelf, and I want to experiment on yours first. Oh. You know what? That makes a lot of sense. It does, yeah. So yeah. I can I can be like, oh, you know what, Rebecca? This is exactly how much it's going to cost. <laughs> oh, you're using me as a guinea pig. Well, you, you came to me first. Well, Plus, you already live there, and you said you want to get it done because you have a bunch of books on the floor. Yeah, that's true. So you're, we have you are a guinea pig, but you're happy to be the guinea pig. Yeah, because it's... He's building it for free. Well, I just no, la- to, I no just, labor. Yeah, I just have to pay for the material, and he's building it for free. I used to build bookshelves all the time at my uh, trim job, so this is not new to me. Hard, yeah. Which I'm thankful for. I wish I still had my trim job, though, because I could just collect wood for you for free. Yeah, I was going to ask, 
Um, oh, not wait. with my new job. Yeah, no. Uh, that's a that's a question for later, not for the podcast. <laughs> okay. It's a. It was just. I was gonna see if you could build a stand for a hangboard, so I can do some training with my fingers. What do you mean a stand? Like, so like a a standalone station for a hangboard. Dang! Just and put it in your apartment. Yeah. So just like basically. I was wanting two to build... by fours holding it up, and you just hang on the two by four kind of thing. Yeah, I have a I have a hangboard, but some I know. Okay, so basically, I just build a wall that doesn't fall over. Yeah, um, yeah, something that's like kind of minimal, something small. Okay, but like something where I can hang my hangboard on it. I don't, okay, like six foot tall, because I'm six foot tall. There's so many issues with that. Yeah, see, that's why I was saying okay. we should just talk about it. Off the podcast, but, uh, oh my God, <clears throat> Mike is dying. <laughs> that has been our couple weeks. Pretty crazy. We could Jam-packed. not find a single second to do a podcast. I'll yeah. tell you what, because he started moving and then we started having the moving issues with having to move out. Yeah. And then I, my birthday was over a month ago, and then we had a birthday party on the weekend, this last weekend, because her fam- Rebecca's family wanted to celebrate my birthday, never got to during the holidays. So that was over the weekend. So here we are Monday, the very first free day in two solid weeks. And we could have done it the first week, but your dad passed away. Yeah. And we don't want to give you crap content. No. That's the least... Wait, no. That is the... Um... Least desired thing. Yes. Okay. That's the that's what I was going yeah. for. <laughs> Least desired thing. So we decided to talk about our our issues. Yeah. And uh, also, tell us what you guys think about the new intro. Oh yeah, the whole welcome to our podcast. We're two dudes sit in two fuzzy chairs and talk about really weird things. In this episode, we're going to be talking about how aliens becoming worms. Tell us what you guys think about the new um, intro. Because we're really curious. Give us some feedback. It's we want to hear everything. It's different. It really is. I mean, it's way different from what we've been doing. Which is just... Hey guys, welcome to Dirty Snails. My name's Josh. My name's Micah. And then we're going right into the topic. So just let us know what you guys think uh, about our new intro. Um, and then, yeah, pretty much. Let's, uh, let's, I don't know how to wrap this up. <laughs> it feels abrupt this this week. I will say, but all we wanted to do was inform you. We want, I don't know if we've said it in the first episode, um, because since the first episode, it has been a month, but we do listen to our episodes, but not like regularly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, We want to make a podcast, you know, for you guys, just to make you guys smile. And I just lost my train of thought. Lord. Oh, um, ending it. Um, But, you know, Sometimes we have to get real with you guys because you guys want to know about us and we want you guys to know about us. We want this to be feel like, feel like you guys are our friends. Yeah. And to do that, sometimes we have to get personal and sometimes it has to be weird and feel um, a little bit not planned. And this wasn't planned. Your dad's death was not planned. Nope. Me having to move out was not planned. You getting to move out was not planned. That was planned. That was Yeah, that was planned. That Actually, was that planned. was been planned for the last three years. But. Yeah. And then it finally happened. Right. <laughs> so, But the other things were not planned. And so sometimes, you know, crap happens. And you're just going to have to deal with it, I guess. Uh, sorry. <laughs> so we are not. We don't have a great exit for this one. Um, besides 
Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in to our Dirty Snail Trail. I hope you guys follow your own Dirty Snail Trail. Talk at you guys next week. Bye. Bye.